Hey friends, on this week's episode of The Higher Self, I just had this incredible conversation with all these wonderful ladies right here, and we recorded it. We talk about money, abundance, letting go of the old story that's been holding us back. You're gonna love it. I'll see you here, check it out. So I've been telling the girls about you and your history, your transformation, what's brought you on to what you're doing now really in awe that you've chosen even after becoming so successful to turn to spirituality and help people to awaken to their higher selves, which then connects them to wealth. And I have some notes from taking your workshop, but this is flow. So anything you feel called to channel and spit out, this is your playing field. And we're really grateful for you to come on before you jump into like telling us the magic I'd love for you to share just a few minutes about why, um, like how you've gotten to where you are and just anything you feel called that we should need to know about you. Yeah. Uh, First, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here with all of you. And um, I hope that our time together helps you unlock, uh, you know, your truest potential. And that is what's possible. It's what's possible, even in this, you know, couple of moments that we're going to be sharing together, as long as you intend for it to to be possible. You know, in a nutshell, I spent quite a bit of time in the real estate industry. And I started off as a real estate agent and uh, found some success in it. And when the market crashed, I lost absolutely everything, Uh, not only financially, but I lost my confidence. I lost my my motivation, I lost everything. I was that guy that was laying in bed, like not knowing, like, I get out of bed type of deal. You know, it was, it was, it was one of those situations, you know, and now looking back, that was just part of my journey. You know, everything is perfectly a part of our journey. This meeting right now is perfectly a part of your journey, you know? And so when I, when I, when I came back um, and I, and I found myself again, I thought, you know, what do I want to do with my life? And I didn't want to go sell real estate per se, but I, I, I knew financially, like, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, money is like, it's important. You know, we're, we're in a world where money is important and therefore we have to um, get very, very clear with what we want our money life to be like. And, you know, many spiritual or enlightened teachers don't ever talk about this. And I, and I never quite understood that because, you know, some of the greatest things you can ever do for yourself is to go get on a plane and, and go away for a week and, and maybe go sit with ayahuasca or, or go go to a spiritual retreat or, or whatever the case may be. And you need money for that. And not only do you need money for that, but you need peace of mind, the peace of mind that the money gives you, you know. And so I decided to build a company and uh, we built that company from zero. I didn't have any money to start it at all. From zero to... By the time I sold it, we were doing uh, over a, a billion a year in, in sales, sales. So, you know, houses and our average sales price was about 350,000. So that, that goes to show you how many houses we were selling. Um, we had a staff of 35 and we had uh, 400 agents uh, working in the company. Mm-hmm. And I sold it last November. Um, after a journey within myself on my birthday of last year, when I said, I'm tired of what other people think of me, and I'm tired of allowing that to hold me back. And I want to be the real me, like the real me, you know, what, what the, the me that is, that is here, I want to find my purpose, so forth, and so on. And those were the words that I said on the journey. And sure enough, that was my first ego unraveling. I don't want to call it ego death. It was my first ego unraveling because I started to realize that I had put myself in this box, this like real estate box, right? And many of us do that. We put ourselves in the mom box or in the wife box or in the single person box or in the, you know, my career box. And then we live life from that, that box, that, that paradigm that we've made, you know? And I was wanting to get out of it because I knew somewhere deep inside that I, I, was, I was here to help people. Um, and I was here to help people tap into their truest potential. And, um, and I knew that I wouldn't be able to do that if I kept thinking of myself as the real estate guy and what are people going to think, so forth and so on. Well, you know, fast forward to today, um, you know, we sold the company. Uh, I moved from California here to Austin. Uh, and the last 14 days were very 
telling of what the future is going to be like. I spent, you know, seven days leading 30 people through an ayahuasca journey in Costa Rica, uh, hopped off the plane and spent two days here preparing for my event. And then we had, uh, you know, both online and offline close to 600 people watching uh, a three-day event, which I'm, st- I'm just barely starting to get feedback, like people's third eyes open, people's spiritual gifts were unleashed. It, it was it was pretty nuts. It was pretty gnarly what I'm hearing right now. And, uh, and then the day after that, we led uh, 50 people through a mushroom journey. So, you know, um, I'm all in. I'm all in in this new me, and I'm all in in helping people to connect with themselves. And you can do it with or without plant medicine. The key is you have to have the desire to connect with yourself and then find your highest version of yourself. Um, and so that's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch just as he's landed. I think we met just a few days after you've mm-hmm. got to Austin and see this bright person, this beam. And he's so brave and just owning even the conversations about vaccines and you know willing to stand there in the face of darkness and speak truth and speak light and weaving in plant medicine it's just incredible and before this i mean you were on stage with colby bryant gary v like he's done events you guys all know gary v right we all know gary v with gary v so you've been doing it even before you were doing it in this way Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now looking back, you know, believe it or not, like a lot of that was my, was my, was my ego, you know, but again, part of the journey we had, you know, Alex Rodriguez from the Yankees, Gary V, Rob Dyrdek from MTV. We had, you know, Kobe was, was the last event he did with us. Um, And so um, uh, Tim Grover, who just wrote a book, he was Michael Jordan and, uh, and Kobe's coach, Um, a whole bunch of people. And, um, and yeah, I've always had a knack for this and I always knew I was going to help people. The problem was, is that I was coming from force instead of power, the mind instead of the heart. And, and really, if I can be brutally honest, it was about me, not about you, you know? And so everything that I did in my life, ultimately the underlying motivation, whether I want to admit that or not, uh, was how does this serve me? Mm. You know, how does this fulfill what is going on inside of me? How does this fulfill this need that I have in my heart and my soul to, to have people want me, like me and love me and appreciate me? And, mm. and, and by the way, why do I have that? And where did that come from type of deal? You know, that's where my real journey began is when I started to realize that I was living an external life versus an internal life where I needed, you know, fast cars and gold watches and, you know, lots of followers and, and, and all of this stuff to fulfill what was going on deep inside of myself, which was a, a wound, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of wounds that I acquired as a child, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and now it's beautiful because now I just, I see, I'm able to see life. I'm able to see, you know, the universe. I'm able to see fear. I'm able to mm-hmm. see uh, mental programming, barriers around the heart. I'm able to see it all because I wasn't able to unravel it within myself. Mm-hmm. And so now we're able to help people to do that as well. Um, and so it's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's important what he's saying uh, to note that when, yes, you can become really successful driven by ego, but there's a crash. Yeah. So get in alignment now and chase the passion that you have. And then the wealth follows Mm -hmm. versus having that crash later. I think we all know like the burnout feeling when you're push, 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 and it's not heart fulfilled. And the real wealth and abundance comes from finding the happiness now, following the bliss now. And I want to say something and the real world and happiness, you know, it's, it's beautiful. It comes when you allow it to come. Yeah. Because for so many of us, what happens is that we are so conditioned, you know, call, call it by the matrix, call it, you know, from, from when our parents, I mean, you know, I heard something once and I heard the saying, it's like, how do you knock down a table by just knocking down one of the legs? That's all you have to do. You just, you just you take out one of the legs and, the, and, the, and the, table, the table falls, you know? And so what does that mean? That could have been, you know, as a little girl, you're, you're going to your ballerina recital and you in the back of the room hear your mom say something like, 
you know, to a friend, oh yeah, she did great, but she's not ever going to make it that big. That's it. That, that little thing, that little thing, right. Causes that's, that's one of the legs getting knocked down, or it could have been, you were finally about to speak your truth or, you know, you're in a public setting and your, and your dad tells you, shut up. What are you, what are you doing right now? You know, that little thing, those are those little things that when we start to identify or think about, you know, some of the reasons why we are the way we are is because we forgot our passion as little children, mm-hmm. because someone that we loved um, told us that it was not okay to be that, you know, mm-hmm. and I would encourage you to go back to when you were a little child and to really ask yourself and to really identify with, with what was your passion And I say that because just yesterday I got my son's natal chart read and it was very clear. It's like, you know, he's here and, and, and he's here from, from a past life where there was something unfulfilled and it's, it's his time to now fulfill it. And, you know, she starts telling me all about him. And then she reminds me, she says, he might have the tendency as an adult to forget his childlike passion. Don't let him forget that. So that's Mm -hmm. my message for you. I think we talk about that as our trim tab. So the subconscious beliefs that have been imprinted into our mind and our soul that even reincarnation, if you believe in that, can affect how you're acting right now. So that's those small subconscious beliefs are directing the way in which your ship is moving. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I I love like a lot of the girls here um, are pretty woohooey, pretty woohooey, but they really want to gain wealth. They like a lot of them do, are doing plant medicine journeys. They love God. Um, they've been doing it for a while. Some a little new. Um, and I loved when he said military power because we're feminine here and, we're, and we probably need to up our masculine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can you touch base on that? You know, military power. Let's, let's talk about this. When you think about a country, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about a country, the country the stronger countries have stronger defenses, right? At least the ability to defend themselves. And I see this in two ways. I see this in the body, right? And with your money. So for example, with with everything happening with COVID or something or whatever the case is going on, like I, I never stressed out about it. I never worried about it. I never invested any of my energy, any of my thoughts in it. Why? because I have military power in my body, you know, like my body can defend itself, you know, and if I ever were to get anything, I'll just, I'll lay down and I'll deal with it. And, and that's it. I'll be good to go because I take care of my body in a way that would allow me to be in a position to where I don't have to invest any of my energy into fear, into stress, Mm -hmm. into worry. Well, it's the same thing with your money. You know, you want to get into a position when with your money, where you don't have to worry about or invest any time or energy into fear and stress or worry. And it's so funny. The image just came to me. I just happen to have my, my wallet here with me, but the image just came to me. There was a time in my life where I would go to the grocery store and I would swipe this thing and I would get this overwhelming fear of nervousness. Like, <gasps> like, is there enough money to pay the freaking groceries? And what if there's not? And what if this is going to be embarrassing? I'm going to hold up the line and what are they going to do? And so forth and so on. Right. I remember those days. I literally remember those days. And so um, that's what military power is. And it's available to all of us. There, there is, there is nothing stopping us from having an abundance of money because I believe and I know this to be true, that money is simply energy. It is simply a reflection of the value that you are bringing to the world. Mm. That's all it is. Mm. It's not this big deal that we make it. And it's not this big deal that society and the matrix makes it. You talked about that. You said it's an expression of the belief that you have. So it's an expression of your inner world. That's it. It's an expression, right? It's, It's money is simply an expression, an energetic expression of the inner world that you are living. Mm. That's it. So Mm. if you feel abundant inside, then you attract abundance outside. Mm. You feel scarcity inside, then you attract scarcity outside. And you might be watching this thinking, which by the way, Sarah, can I grab this recording? I think I'm going to make this a podcast, one of my podcasts. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, so if you're out there watching, thinking to yourself, Oh my God, I feel scarcity inside, but what does that mean? What does that, 
simple fix. Just start feeling abundance inside. Mm. And you might start saying, well, wait a minute, Danny, I don't know how to do that. I'll show you how to do that in a second. It's very easy. It's very easy because you are abundance inside. You mm. are God. You are source. You are connected. You are one with the universe. So it is impossible, impossible to be anything outside of abundance other than if you've been programmed to believe that you are outside of abundance. And anything that you were programmed to believe, you can unprogram yourself to believe something else. Simple fix. Mm. And I, I, I like that. That was just like, that gave me some butterflies. I hope you guys felt that one. <laughs> this is why I wrote it down when you said it the first time. I was like, ooh, ooh, there were so many moments. I was like, ooh, um, never say I can't afford this. So that's, that's that these statements, what we say with our mouth, we create in our life. And just watching that. It's like not a priority right now. Maybe it's a shift in waiting to say it. Yeah, so or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Or, or you know, he, here's where my money life started changing. And here's where your money life will start changing. Okay, just watch this. It's the whole concept of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Mm. Right? Mm. So what comes first, the money or the feeling? Mm. The money or the commitment? The money or the being choice. Mm. It's the inner world. Because the outer world is just a reflection of the inner world. So I'll give you a case in point. So when I go to the grocery store, when I go to the grocery store, I don't ever look at the price of something. I look at the quality of something. And so if there's two different types of bananas, for example, if there's an organic banana and a non-organic banana, my mind has been programmed to believe that I love myself so much that I will go for the best there is imaginable. In that simple example, the best there is, is the organic banana. <laughs> Where when someone has a lack consciousness, they will think to themselves, but wait a minute, how much does it cost to get the organic banana? And so they don't realize what's happening is they've been programmed to think cost over quality, cost over abundance, cost over loving oneself. Mm. And once one love gets in alignment with loving oneself, then that energy flows out into the universe and brings in the exact amount of money or abundance that you need to be able to afford the organic banana. Now, it's really fun. If you ever stop and look at the difference in price between an organic banana and a non-organic banana, we're talking like 20 cents, 30, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. It's not the point. Here's the point. The point is how often do we as human beings stop ourselves from greatness because of a simple program that is running in our mind? And all we have to do, this is so important. All we have to do is choose to let go of that program and accept a new program and new blessings come with the new program that we've accepted. Mm -hmm. Woo! Not to mention the fact that organic foods give you more energy, clear mind state. So therefore you can act on your intuitive pings. You can act on your business in a much more successful way. So choosing that. Well, now let's, well, now let's, exactly. Now let's take it a step further. So now COVID comes. COVID comes, COVID is here. Everybody's afraid, whatever the case may be. Let's talk about this because this was, this was on purpose right? And this was energetic because this was a battle energetically, right? Mm -hmm. So COVID comes and I remember the day COVID hit. I remember the day they were telling us to stay inside. I went outside. It's still on my Instagram. If you look back, I got on my camera and I go, okay, everybody, we have a choice to make. I choose to not participate in COVID. Mm -hmm. That was my choice. Mm -hmm. And people were very upset. Well, what do you mean? Well, what, what, what don't you know? But what if you're a danger to other people? And if you breathe on other people, this was back then at the beginning, I was like, I choose to not believe that. Mm. Well, how could you do that? Well, it's, it's my choice. Mm. I, I can choose this. I have the power to choose to not see myself as that individual, to not see myself as some sort of a, a, a vehicle to carry an illness that would harm other people. I'm just not participating in any of that stuff. And people just had a difficult time with this. Mm. 
because we've been so used to the energy of victimization. We've been mm. so used to seeing ourselves as victims instead of the creator of our lives. And so Ooh. when you become the creator of your life, you get to choose your life. You get to choose whatever it is. So when it comes to money or your business, here is what I would advise all of you. Number one, start creating from a point of abundance. Start writing down and allowing the universe, which is you, you to bring yourself what it is that you feel that you truly deserve. Mm. And here's what stops us from that. The only thing that stops us from that, and I'm going to tell you what, write this, that that's the heart. When you choose to accept what you truly deserve, here's what stops us from that, the mind. Mm. Because the mind will go, okay, Danny, but how? How are you going to do that? How are you going to make that happen? Like, what are the action steps? Like, what are the, what must I do? And when you do that, you hop back into the 3D world. Because the 3D world, the matrix shows you that money equals effort and effort equals money. And what I taught you is something completely different. Being an energy is money and money is energy. Therefore, you are money. Therefore, there is nothing separating you from money other than that question, how? If you could just allow yourself to let it flow, if you could just allow yourself to let it come to you, if you could just let go of the story that you have created in your mind that tells you that you have to work hard for it, that you have to have all the answers, that you have to have the solution, that you have to have the business plan, that you have to have the game plan, that you have to, that you have to, that you have to, that you, you've been doing that your whole life. That's why you don't have money. If you finally just say, you know what, here's what I want. I want $100,000 a year to come in easily and effortlessly. I am unattached with how it comes in. I just believe now that it is coming. And everything that I do from this point forward simply will attract me to the exact position, the career, the business, the clients that I need in order to allow that money to come in because it is my birthright. I am God. I am the creator. So be it. It is on the way. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you feeling it. That's all you have to do, guys. Okay. That is literally all you have to do. Mm. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it that you'll go, but, but wait a minute. But that goes against everything that I've been taught. But that goes that. Welcome to the matrix, my friends. <laughs> I love this because just in the last call and in the beginning, I told them the story about how I manifested the first house that I sold and made 355K gross. That was play. I was listening to my intuitive pings. That's being in your magician. Everything in my analytical mind was fighting me on the decision that bars on the window house in Oakland, California made me $355,000, not to mention all the years, but that was play. I just listened to my playful self. I didn't work any, I didn't even, I didn't work. I set the intention and then I listened to the intuitive pings. Guys, look, and I'm going to show you this to show you, look, I don't work. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in shorts <laughs> and I'm in. Like I just heard about this. I just slapped on a hat. I'm, I'm, I'm free because I designed my life to be free. And I'm here to tell you that you can have the same thing. You can have the same thing. The way I started with money was, you know, start with something that makes sense. Like, like I'll give you all this example, write down the amount of money that you make per year right now, or write down right now on a piece of paper, the most amount of money you've ever made in one year. Just write it down, whatever that number is. Okay. And look, I want you to notice the feelings that you have as you write down the number. Do you notice those feelings? There's nervousness. There's, oh my God, what, 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 oh, is this the right number? Is this the wrong number? What are people going to think? What if somebody sees my number with it? There's all of this. There's all, that's all the programming. It's just a freaking number. That's all it is. It's not a right number. It's not a wrong number. It's just a number. Love your number. That's your number. Okay. All right. Now multiply that number times three. Mm -hmm. and write down that number. You guys got that number? Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to change your life forever? Mm -hmm. You write the following statement every single day, 25 times a day. I am blank a year or more. 25 times a day. And you know what you put in the blank? You put in the blank the three times the most amount of money you've ever earned in one year. Because what's going to happen? You earn 
exactly what your subconscious belief system thinks you should be earning in order to fulfill the mental program that you have inside of yourself about life and about money. Why stop at three times? That's a great question. Beautiful question. What's your name? Rasa. Rasa. I love that name. So Rasa, here's why. Because it has to be just enough to where your mind will subconsciously believe it. If it's too much, it'll go, no, that's, that's, that's not possible. If it's too little, it'll go, yeah, that's too easy. It's just enough to make you that little bit uncomfortable. You know, like for me right now, I know the things that I'm trying to create, which right now I have no doubt in the worth of them are far past exceeded what I've ever earned. Beautiful. In a year. Beautiful. I, I would say based off my experience and based off of the, you know, the, the, the clients that I work with, if you could keep it at that three X number. And then once you hit that three X number, three X, that number, then it's like what the brain will start doing is going, Oh my God, I did it. I did it. And then the brain starts to believe. And then guess what? Then you take it to the next level versus sometimes, you know, the whole saying shoot for the stars and maybe you'll hit the moon or whatever these people say. I don't know what they say. It's like, mm -hmm. no, shoot for, shoot for what you, for what's right there. Go get that, go prove it to yourself. And then you go shoot for whatever the next level is, the stars, the moon, whatever it is. <laughs> I've taught, I've heard it. Um, it's a previous talk that discussed this and how it's easier to get like a 10 K client than it is a $500 client because there's resonance there. So your higher self knows what it's capable of. So if you're chugging along at scarcity money, like making this minimum amount, it's actually harder to make than it would be going to what your higher self is in alignment with. Sure. It's an energetic match. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jackie asked, there's some chat going on and she asked, how can you ensure that you're bringing something of value to the world? And the second part, is this related to feeling valuable within? Um, and she's talking about the money, your, your expression. Then is what you bring automatically valuable to the world? Jackie, if you're on, you can always undo your camera and ask that question a little bit clear unless Danny, you got it. Yeah, no, uh, it, it, that would be helpful because I didn't quite understand the, the question. Yeah, so it was a bit back when you had said you'll make money if what you're bringing is valuable to the world. Oh, and then you followed up with like basically feeling abundant inside and that it's like the energetics of the inside. Mm -hmm. um, so just clarity on that because I'm in a, in a point in my life where I'm feeling really incredible on the inside and I'm like have an offer I'm about ready to put out there. Um, but coming up with the finances has not happened yet. And so I guess I have some fears about whether what I'm offering is actually valuable or not. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So what I, what I originally said was money is a reflection of the value that you're bringing to the world. Right. So give me an example. What is it that you want to bring to the world? It, uh, coaching, coaching program for like health and mindset. Okay, beautiful, fantastic. And um, and and what kind of what kind of funding do you need for that? You mean from the clients or outside of that? No, no, no. You said the the funding isn't coming through. So are you asking? Oh, like um, I guess I am in a point where I've been like working on promoting myself, but connecting with clients has been there's been like a disconnect there. So I feel like there must be something energetically inside of me in the money realm. That okay. is not because I like I feel like I know that what I have to offer is going to be awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. OK, so here is my advice for when it comes to the coaching world, so forth and so on. What will really help all of you to be able to acquire more clients is be clear with your story. OK, be clear with your story. So, for example, and I'm going to give you two examples of this. This is very, very important. So for example, when I first came on, what did I say? I said, I was, I was growing a real estate company. It was really, really big. I built it to a billion dollars and then I sold it. That's a story. Yeah. And that's a story that caught your attention. So anything that I said after that, that gave you that gave me validity that said, oh my God, like this guy actually knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should potentially listen to him, right? But I'll give you another example that is non-money related. And this is a important one. My ex-wife, Claudia. 
my ex-wife Claudia for a long time, she felt like in my shadows because, because I was the, the money guy, the business guy, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, little by little, I would help her with this and I would, I would kind of guide her with this and I would give her some little nuggets and, and, and help her to remove because it's just a program. Like you're valuable. We're all valuable. and We all have something of value to offer to the world. And so she would have these questions, so forth and so on. I'll, I'll be honest, I'll tell you what did it for her. A, a journey with ayahuasca did it for her where she literally, like there was an energetic release and ayahuasca even showed her like, um, you know, the business plan, everything. So sure enough, she created something called Rising with Grace. Rising with Grace after our divorce and how she was able to get through it, right? And the healing process of it, right? And so little by little, she just started to post content on Instagram talking about this and, you know, really honing in on her journey and, and what her journey was like and the pain of the journey, the authenticity of it and how she came through. And slowly but surely, people started coming. And now she, she's taking like 15 women through, uh, through this online course. Uh, she's busy. Like when I drop off the kids every night, like I see her on a call, like it's booming for her. It's booming for her. So I would say, Jackie, I hope that helps. I would say get very, very clear with your story and whatever you're offering to people, I would say get very, very clear with why they should follow or listen or, or pay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about your story that can impact them and help them? And if you don't have your story completely intact, well, maybe you start with something. Maybe you start by practicing with somebody and then refine the message and then see the results. And then you go, you ask that person, well, how was that for you? And they go, oh my God, this really helped me. How did it help you? It helped me A, B, C, D. Then you take A, B, C, D and you go say, hey, everybody, the last person I worked with experienced A, B, C, D. I've got room for three people right now at a price of, you know, whatever, introductory price. And I think that you'll experience the same thing. And then you ask them the same question. And then little by little, the story starts to build and the momentum starts to build. And then you can start raising your prices and then you arrive. Mm -hmm. This ties with any, even if you're not doing coaching too, like whatever everything. business everything. getting really clear and really resonating with it, being in love with what you're, you're moving. That's the main thing, guys. So when I started my brokerage, okay, this is very important. When I started my brokerage and I started it, I started with literally $2,000 that I didn't have because I was debt broke and I borrowed it from my aunt. True story. I went to my aunt and I said the following. I said, Tia, could you let me borrow 2,000 bucks? She goes, for what, mijo? I'm going to open up a business. It's going to be the greatest real estate company in Southern California. She goes, okay, I believe you. And I go, if you let me borrow 2,000 bucks, I'll pay you back 3,000 bucks. To her, like that made her rich. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was incredible, right? So sure enough, I grabbed the 2,000 bucks. I went out, I signed the lease and I went out and I just started calling real estate agents. Honestly, God, here's where I would tell them. Sarah, pretend you're a real estate agent. Okay, ready? Now watch, now watch uh, for my friend, Jackie. I had a story because I was previously a successful real estate agent. So I would say, Sarah, mm -hmm. if you can work for me, I can't promise you anything but this one thing. You ready? Mm -hmm. You will double your income. You will work less. You will have more time with your family. That's my guarantee to you. As long as you just do exactly what I teach you to do and you allow me to teach you the techniques that we, that we teach. Are you in? Sign me up. <laughs> but do you see the conviction and the passion and the Jackie, you follow me? Cause I knew, cause I knew, cause it, I'm not selling this. I'm selling this. I'm selling, it's me. It's, it's my experience. It's my value that I bring to people. There's nothing to be shy about, fearful about, limited about, scared about anything about. It's you share that with passion and let them feel that. Conviction in you. Well, everybody's writing this down. Conviction in you, like utter belief and knowing. That's right. In your value and worth. That's right. You actually tied this in. I feel like this is a great time to bring up. You did the scale of consciousness uh -huh. and you talked about our limiting beliefs, the underlining emotion, and then placing in the opposite belief. So I think that's a great tie. If like Jackie, you know, when you're showing up, if you're not fully in conviction with yourself, maybe there's a limiting belief underneath it that is creating a hindrance in the frequency that you're emitting. You're not in full resonance yet because there's a lack or a limiting belief. Could be, 
Could be. And then this is the thing, Jackie, and this is for all of you. And by the way, Jackie, thank you so much for sharing. But the only way you discover this is by going in. Because you see, we've been taught so much to look for the answer outside. And the answer is not in me or in Sarah or in anybody. The answer is within. And so like, you know, I'll bring this up because it was one of some of the greatest healing moments of my life. But, you know, when I went through my divorce and I, and I shared this at the event, I went through my divorce and, you know, as a man, I left this, we had built this custom Italian Tuscan, honestly, it was gorgeous, 6,000 square foot, single story Tuscan villa on over an acre of land. Like, you know, like the whole look at me BS, right? We had it all. And I left that house and I moved myself into a little, you know, two bedroom apartment, one for me and one for the kids type of deal, like less than a thousand square feet, like tiny thing. Right. And I was by myself and I was all alone. And, you know, as a man, what does a man look for to fulfill inner pain, alcohol, women? I'm just going to be honest with you, at least an unconscious man, a man that hasn't healed. And what did I force myself to do? I forced myself to not look for the company or the energetic fulfillment of alcohol. I forced myself. I said, no, you're not going to do this, Danny. No, you're not going to mask the pain. You're going to sit here and you're going to learn how to deal with this. And you're going to discover what's going on inside of you right now. And you're going to get very, very clear with it. And if you need to cry, go lay your ass down and go cry and go feel it. Because you're afraid of feeling. That's what we're all afraid of. We're afraid of the feeling. Well, if you can just go to the feeling and deal with it, then everything's on the other side of fear. And the second thing was women. Because, you know, how better to distract yourself with, with, than with company? You know? So I told myself, no, you're not going to do this right now. You're going to sit here by yourself. And it was the greatest gift that I could have given myself. And now that's why meditation is so easy because I'm very comfortable with myself and I'm very comfortable with just being by myself. And so I would encourage each and every one of you guys to start that, to start that practice and to, to see if you're single or whatever, to see it from the right perspective. It's a part of your journey that is allowing you to connect with yourself at a deeper level. So love it, embrace it and enjoy it. This is, you were talking about masking this being in the matrix and this includes TV um, like, are you watching anything lower vibe? Anything you're putting in your body? Yeah, yeah that's where his TV should have been, right? <laughs> right there. <laughs> anything yeah. you're putting yeah. in your body, any any substance that you're using not in ceremony with the intention is changing your frequency and what you're able to pull in. Your relationships you were talking about. Um, why are you having sex and intimacy? Thinking about that, what's behind that intention? You even mentioned, so like we were talking about... Um, these hindering you from receiving, like it's all just the busyness from receiving. This is what you had mentioned in your. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just very important to understand that you are energy. You know, you, I can't explain, you know, the profoundity in this is, is just so, it's so powerful that like you literally are energy, you know? Um, and so protect your energy you know, protect your energy and guide it in the right direction. You know, some of us, we have negative people in our lives and we have to ask ourselves, why? Why do we allow them? You know, it's a serious question. Like, why do we allow them? What's the addiction to the negativity that we have? What's the addiction to all the doubt that they put inside of us? What's the addiction to the fear that we have, that we feel whenever they speak to us? And why do we allow this stuff? I have an alarm in my phone that says those in your life affect your gravitational pull. So it's, it's costing you a lot. It is. It really, really is. It really, really is. I love how you asked everyone, are you ready to surrender? Are you ready to let go? Are you ready to let in the abundance? Because that's what it takes, Sarah. It takes surrendering. You know, it takes letting go. It takes, you know, when we're at the event for many people, they had never meditated before for that long. For many people, they had never done breath work like that before because this is all hidden from us. It's hidden from us on purpose. It's hidden from us because these are the tools that we were given by God to connect with ourselves, by ourselves. 
And so what does the matrix say? The matrix says that this is weird. The matrix says that breathing, breathing, breathing is weird. The matrix says that meditating is weird. Praying is okay, but meditating is weird. How does this even make sense? Because watch what's happening. Because the matrix has conditioned you to believe that everything outside of you is okay. But anything inside of you is weird. And I want you to pay very close attention to that because when you really start to look at the system and you look at what's going on in your life right now, that's why we look for answers outside of ourselves. That's why we look for feelings outside of ourselves. That's why we look for comfort outside of ourselves because no one ever taught us how to find everything and how to find the answer to the truth, which is that everything that we've ever wanted in life and everything that we will ever need in life has been inside of ourselves from the moment we were born. Mm. And you said, kill your story. So I want everyone to repeat to yourself first. I wanted you to say out loud or to yourself what he had asked. Uh, are you ready to surrender? You guys ready? Yeah. Are you ready to let go? Are you ready to kill your old story? Is a big deal. Really resonate and let that sink in for a minute. That's what he's saying right now. You have to kill your old story. Something has to die. Something has to die in order for you and your true purpose to live and be born. You got to let go of something. And I, you know, what just came up and I want to be very sensitive to this, but you know, this morning I posted a, a, a video on Instagram and it was about money. And it's interesting because even inside of myself, sometimes I feel weird posting stuff about money because it's such an issue because it's such a separator and it doesn't need to be that way. It's just the world has been conditioned to and the way the humans have been conditioned to make it is a separator. Well, I posted it and then this guy was like, well, you know, the, the, the root of money is all evil and there's plenty of rich people that are poor inside and blah, 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 blah. And I was just so interesting to see the programming literally, it it literally just all came out. And so for that individual to ever experience financial abundance, which, which, or, or abundance in life in general, because whether we like it or not, money is a tool that is used in this life that provides you the freedom that you need to go out and live it and express it that you want, the way that you want. Well, in order for that individual to experience financial abundance, he's got to let go of all that story. That's hard. That's deep rooted in your subconscious type of hard. It's the same thing with you ladies, you know? And I would say just, I would encourage you to do this in every area of your life, not just money, but in health, money, happiness, relationships, all of it. Like, why not envision the freaking perfect, most handsomest, most nicest, most kindest, most richest, most warmest, most sexiest man imaginable to come into your life? Yeah. Like, what is your issue with that? And where did you come up with that story? Or woman. (laughs) Or woman. Yes. Thank you. I love that. Yes. Right. So if that's the case, then in your career, why not have the most, the most abundant, the most beautiful, the most magnificent, most, 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 most wealth providing time freeing career that you can ever imagine. Why not? Why not envision the healthiest, most vibrant, most energetic, most, most passionate body and being that you can ever imagine? Why not? Because the outside simply reflects the inside. So you get to choose. You get to similar your relationship with money is often similar to your relationship to people. I think there's a connection there. Even because it's, it's how you feel. If you, if you were at the event last week, which by the way, if you weren't come to the next one, seriously, like anybody who was there will tell you, but if it's, it's how you feel, it's literally how you feel in your heart and your mind that says it all. That's what determines what happens and what follows you in the outside world. You're right, Sarah. It's everything. It's money. It's relationships. It's, 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 it's people. It's everything. 
all playing together. Yeah. Even when you're spending money, just check yourself. When you're investing, is it coming from ego? Is it coming from lit up love? Are you saying gratitude as you're buying the organic bananas and just really making sure that when you are interacting with money, you feel really good? Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, ask yourself, why? Where did I learn this? And let go. And let go. This is what we do, guys. And, it, you know, some of our clients, I'll tell you, it's like, it's magic to see, you know, in, they're in the real estate industry and we work with them. And it's magic to see, like, and I'm telling you this works because I've, I probably have helped over a thousand people like double or triple their income by now. Honestly, God. So I'm guaranteeing you that what I'm telling you works as long as you're willing to let go of it. As long as you're willing to let go of the story. Just literally like, just like, okay, I'm done with that. I'm just going to start envisioning new stuff. I don't care how it happens. I, I don't care what I got to do. I don't care about the steps. I'm just believing that more is coming and, and, and you just start getting clear with what you want. That's it. Mm. We have four minutes left and I'd love for you guys to have as homework um, to write down what are your limiting beliefs about money, about relationships, about yourself, about your worth. This is Danny's, Danny's practice, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then write down what the underlining emotion is connected to that. Can you explain maybe a little bit more on that one, Danny? Yeah. A belief. Typically, what, what attaches us to a belief is an underlying emotion. So, so for example, let's, let's um, ah, I'll give you a good one. I'll give you a really good one. Uh, I, I wasn't always this weight. So I used to be about 40 pounds heavier, 35 pounds heavier. And there was a belief. And the belief was all Hispanics are overweight. Now, I know that's not true. Trust me, now I know that's not true. But that was a belief that I believed and I knew because unfortunately, a lot of the people that I was around growing up were a little bit overweight, had a health issue, so forth and so on. I never stopped to think that it was because of their eating habits. You see the difference between victim and creator? Mm. Victim says, oh, I guess I'm screwed. All Hispanics are fat. So I guess I'm a Hispanic. So I'm fat too. That's it. That's my life. The creator goes, hang on a second. Time out a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Could it potentially be inner emotions that haven't been dealt with that causes people to overeat, to stimulate, and to help put those inner emotions at ease? Could that be the issue? And if that's the issue, could that be the issue going on with me? And if it's an issue going on with me, then what is the underlying emotion that is happening that is not allowing me to lose the weight? Guess what it was? It was shame. It was guilt. It was being ashamed of and feeling the guilt of my true magnificence and power as a human being. So once I let go of that, the weight came off. I didn't have to do what the matrix tells you to do. I didn't have to eat pounds of chicken. I didn't, I even get, oh, I can't even think about that. I can't, I, I didn't have to take steroids. I didn't, I didn't have to do all, I didn't have to eat three meals a day. I ate one meal a day. I fast 23 hours a day. I didn't have to do anything that the matrix tells you you have to do. I just started to love myself and accept myself for who I am. Mm. And the rest just followed. Why? Mm. Because the outside always follows the inside. Mm. Write that down. Mm-hmm. It's a new alarm. Okay, so the last part of that homework is you write in the opposite belief. So when you get clear about your limiting belief and the underlining emotion attached to that. Yeah. What's the limiting belief? You know, like there's not enough money, write down the opposite belief. There's plenty of money. What's the limiting belief? I'm not good enough. Write the opposite belief. I am enough. What's the limiting belief? You know, I don't have, uh, I'm not, I'm not smart enough. What's the opposite belief? I'm as smart as I need to be. And then you just look at the list and you go, holy shit, like I can choose. I can choose. I can literally choose. What's the limiting belief? All men are dogs. What's the other belief? All men are incredible. And guess what you started attracting? Incredible men. <laughs> That's it. Or women, or women, or women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so, so great. 
I'm just so honored that uh, you're in my circle and a friend and that you've taken the time to be with us all today. It's our time. Is there any last few moments before we say goodbye? Anything anybody wants to add or anything, Danny, your final words? I love you all. Haley, I have a little message for you. I love you so much and I want you to practice smiling more because there's a beautiful heart in there. You just got to let it shine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Learn to let it shine. That's it. You got to learn to trust and be and love. And, and this is for all of you. I know life has been tough. I know, I know men are assholes. I know, trust me, I'm one of them. I, I know all of this stuff, but I, but I, but I will let you know is that if you start honoring yourself and loving yourself and caring for yourself and believing in yourself, everything else will flow that I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. I wanted to share a little quick story if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, please. Um, so I had uh, recently for myself, I'm trying to do a deeper healing with my body. Um, I decided to do a five day fast uh, this past week. And I realized one of the self manipulations around my eating habits was the story of you only live once. And so the story was playing itself out with indulgence. Like you only live once. You got to enjoy that. And it was like this overindulgence in this that was feeding it. So I realized that the true support there that I actually wanted was what does it look like to show up for myself to really support my healing and my well-being? And so for me, that was a big shift and got to thank Sarah for the encouragement and everything. So, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You guys see that? You see how she let go? Do you see that? She, she, she identified the story. She let go of it. And then all of a sudden she replaced it with another one. Life changes. That's it for this week's episode of the higher self. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to leave a four or five star rating, share it with all of your friends, all of your family members and post any comments or questions that you may have, whether you're seeing this on my website, YouTube, podcast, Spotify, whatever the case may be, we really are here to help guide you to your highest self.